Welcome, Friendship Fam. We are live in Friendship Church Studios. I'm Kenny White, inviting you to grab some coffee, buckle up, and enjoy the ride on this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. Hey, Friendship Fam, thanks for joining us on a special episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. We are so glad to have you with us. Joel, we have a special guest today. Yes, we do. We're pretty excited. We're pretty excited. <laughs> All the way from Haiti, we have, do you want to introduce him? We have Dr. Paul uh, Pierre. Dr. Paul Pierre from Haiti. He's both a medical doctor practicing medicine down in Haiti, and he's also a pastor of a church down there that Friendship Church is well-connected with. Absolutely. Dr. Paul, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you, too. Thank you, too, for this privilege to join you, too. Yeah, well, hey, you know, a lot of people do know you up here in the Arctic tundra of Minnesota, but there are some who don't know you and who and those who do know you would like uh, an update. So maybe you can just start with telling us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been doing what you do. Oh, yes. Um, first of all, I would like to say hi to everybody. And I want to give thanks to God for this opportunity that I have to share with you some uh, thing or information regarding our ministry here. Um, I am Dr. Paul and Pastor Paul. Um, <laughs> I had a chance to be born in a Christian family. I am um, uh, 52 years old and I am married. I have three kids. One is um, 21 years old. One is 14 and one is nine years old. And we are living um, joyfully um, as a Christian family. And it is wonderful to be with you guys this, af this afternoon and to talk about the ministry. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so what a unique role that you play in that you get to be both a medical doctor and a pastor. Uh, so you're taking care of the physical ailments that people have and also the spiritual ailments that people have. How long have you been serving as a, as a doctor, a medical doctor, and how long have you been pastoring? Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, that is a very long history about um, what I, I, am, I have become or, um, as doctor. So since I was a little boy, I had always been thinking about becoming a doctor. So every time my mother asked me, what would you like to be? And I always say, I, am, I would like to be a doctor. And my family is a very poor family that time. And it was a really vision that, that they were not afford to. But by the way, as I always say that, and God made it become a reality uh, through some friend, um, called Mama Karen and Papa Butch. They were the first missionaries I have met in Haiti who have made it possible to pay for my university to go in order to be a doctor. And afterwards, it was a burden for me to come back to help my country. You know, it's sometimes when to be a doctor, you may think that you will get a lot of money. I had the desire that I was going to be a millionaire very fast <laughs> by being a doctor. God has changed this idea and that vision. 
and made me the one leading a ministry for him. And Haiti, being a doctor, it is very important to the people. I think we only have one doctor for every 20,000 people. So a a doctor is really important in Haiti. As I was um, sleeping, I have got a dream. So I saw in a dream a running water. The clinic is located at the bottom of a mountain. And I see a bunch of water, like a river, running from the top of the mountain, go all the way at the clinic yard and passing by. So I was asking myself, what does that mean? What's the meaning of this dream? And the day is open and my phone rang and somebody called me by the name of Brother Tim. He called me and he said, Dr. Paul, I have a message for you. And I said, a message? He said, yes. And he said, I have someone who has some money uh, ready to build a church. Do you want to build it on the same yard of the clinic? And I said, yes. So he said, once you said yes, you are agree. So made all the calculation and the plan and send it to me so we will study it together and find out what can be done. And right away, I made the plan and all with all the posts and I sent it to him. And right away, he answered me back and he said, we are in construction. So right there, I could feel the call of the Lord for my ministry, uh, for my leading ministry. So from there, my vision uh, for being a millionaire has changed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's the case. Uh, How long has the church been up? uh, Like uh, four years. Okay. Praise God. We got a with the church running. And let me tell you, and the property where the church is built, it, it has a very long history. Because in that same property, the first owners of that property used it to worship idols. They made oh, wow. idols services in that same property. Mm-hmm. And that same property, I have been called to buy it. And, and and upon that same property, we build the church. And now, if you, you will see how many people who have got saved in, wor- in worshiping in that church, that's really amazing. That's really showing to us the love of God for the people in that community. Amen. I love how God redeems. That is, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really cool story, Dr. Paul. What other stories, uh, maybe recent or in in the past, can you share with us about how else you've seen God working through either the clinic or uh, the church down in Haiti? You know, our clinic is the one um, being there to receive people who are really in need. Those who are not offered to go to the hospital, they come there to get their first help. So we not for now we only see the patients. Um, we provide medications, but we still do not have a lab department. 
medical laboratory department to do the lab tests uh, because of lack of financial support and electricity also because um, we are really in need of a um, solar panel system electricity because of so many problems for fuel in Haiti, it's really difficult. But let me tell you, our clinic, medical clinic, is doing uh, miracles in that, in that area. And once upon a time, I had a patient who came to me and after I saw the patient and I provide the medication to them, and if every single medication I gave to them, they said, thank you, Jesus, to me. <laughs> Something very strange. And I gave the second one, uh, she said, thank you, Jesus. And I was a little, you, you know. And afterwards, she said, she said to me, you do not need to be afraid. I have reason to say it is uh, Jesus, um, you are Jesus, because somebody has sent me to that clinic telling me that you should go to Jesus clinic because I was sick and I was, I have got healed through that Jesus clinic. <laughs> That's why she came and say, thank you, Jesus, for everything. And I said, you believe it. Forever. <laughs> Amen. I yeah. love it. That's funny. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, well, you you kind of bring up a, a good point and a question that that we have for you here in Minnesota is uh, how can we be praying for you? What are some of you know your prayer requests that we can lift up? Whether that is at the clinic or at the church or in your own personal life, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. I know that there's. There has been some safety issues in Haiti recently, and uh, whatever may be on your heart for us to be praying about, we, we want to join you in prayer. Oh, uh, we, first of all, we need more wisdom, because I, I have a dedication to do the work of God, so, you know, I need more wisdom, and we need um, God to open our eyes to see how he is so important, how he is so power, and the time of turmoil and everything, so we do not be afraid or afraid because he is powerful. So if you can help me with that prayer so that God could open our eyes and the eyes of the Christian to know that they have to depend on God, and God is the only one who can solve, and we are not to be troubled because of anything, any tomorrow we could be living or seeing going on around. And they pray for um, growing of the ministry. The ministry is really growing. Uh, we have another ministry running also. We are trying to motivate the youth uh, in the ministry. We go to different places where we get many youth uh, together, where we are trying to teach them and help them to discover why God has created them, uh, what are their potentials, and what they can do, encourage them to learn some um, professions or something like that, and help them to um, fight against um, sexual immorality. I think if we start with this, with this, and go as far as we can with that kind of um, work, I think we will have more testimony coming up very soon. Okay. 
All right. Thank you. Well, we definitely will pray for you. And in, in fact, um, hey, we have some listeners joining us. And, and while I have you here and there's three of us together, do you mind if I just pray for you and, your, uh, and those requests? Could I do oh, that yes, right now? Please. Yeah. Please. Okay. Yes. Well, let's, let's go before the Lord. Jesus, we mm-hmm. love you. And I, I thank you for Dr. Paul and his ministry. I thank you for uh, this, this outreach. And, and Lord, I just uh, I love his heart as he's asking for wisdom. Lord, we know that you say if we ask for wisdom, you grant it. So, Lord, we're asking you for wisdom now. We, we ask that you would give us wisdom, that you would give uh, Dr. Paul and the church leaders wisdom, that they would... Uh, they would have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to understand that they wouldn't be afraid of uh, the the wiles of the devil, but they would have the ability to depend on you, Lord. We would ask for that. We ask Almighty God for uh, this the growth in the ministry as, as uh, they're reaching out to the youth and dealing with a variety of topics that really matter, sexual immorality and things. We ask Almighty God that there would be a leaning into you and an understanding of you that that would be life-giving, that would bring salvation. Lord, we, we even think in terms of uh, the safety of the people as they go to and from the clinic and the church and the different ministries that are being offered and the outreach that's going out. Lord, we, we do ask for safety, but even above that, we ask that you would be glorified. We ask that in the midst of all of these situations, that as uh, people take those steps of faith, that you would honor that and that you would multiply their faith in those places. Lord, I thank you for Dr. Paul and his family and ask that you would protect them, that you would strengthen them, that you would guide them and encourage them for your glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We agree. I think uh, Pastor Joel has a uh, one more question for you. Mm-hmm. We like to ask this question at the end of every podcast with our guests, and we call it the LLS question. And it's basically this. If you were given the chance to stand in front of Friendship Church here in Minnesota, how would you encourage them to love, live, and serve like Jesus? This is a key for us as Christians to be like uh, Jesus. This is our main vision if you want to be with Jesus in the future. I think um, we, with that kind of living, if we live with LLS, LLS, yes, yeah, if we keep those three principles in our life, we will be living like Jesus, just like He is we will um, look the same like him and we will have and we turn a joyful life because when Jesus was on the earth, he said, if you keep my words and you practice my words just like I did, you will live a fullness of life. So I think life is very short. This is um, the, the why we should keep those um, principles in our life. And you see, and if we keep it, we will come with the testimony at the end, what will happen, which is the crown of joy for us. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. You know, Dr. Paul, 
I am so encouraged by the work that you're doing there, and it's it's our joy to be able to partner with you financially and pray for you spiritually. And we just want to thank you for being faithful to God's call in your life. And we're a part of a a bigger family, the family of God, and it is it's an honor to partner with you, my friend. If I would like to add something, I would like to give thanks to our brothers and sisters from Friendship Church, to all of them. So I'm very grateful to what I am now uh, beside them and, and, and God. So what I am now. So they have been um, cooperating with uh, Papa Butch and Karen Friendship Thrift Store to pay for my study in Dominican Republic. Every, every single dollar they have paid, it worth uh, a lot, save, saving people's lives here. So I would like to give thanks to every single one of them and for their financial support every month and for the financial support they have sent for us to, to buy the, the speak-up truck. And so we have the speak-up truck now. So when we go out with the choir um, to sing and other churches, the youth choir, the uh, adult choirs. So we feel really great because God is doing great things. Tell them that every single dollar they spend for the ministry, God will multiply it by 100 and send it back to them. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we look forward to seeing and hearing what God does in the days to come, brother. God bless you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And for those of you listening in, we want to thank you for uh, joining us and partnering with our missions ministries. And we want to invite you to come out to our missions conference coming out soon. Uh, you can find out all of that for information on friendshipmn.org. God bless you. And don't forget to love, live, and serve like Jesus. Thank you for joining in today, church fam. We will see you next time on your Friendship Church Podcast.